Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. You know, we all want to be happy. We want to have these fulfilling, purpose-driven career, healthy, happy, loving relationships, financially secure. But this happiness seems to elude us a lot, right? We often don't see our purpose. We seem to lack direction. We may know our dream, but feel it's too far away to achieve. The bottom line is we don't know what first steps to take. That's why I was excited to have on my show today, Lance Tanaka. He is the master coach, founder, and managing director of the Lance Tanaka Group. And I tell you, man, this guy has consulted some of the best of the best, providing executive coaching all around the world, multinational local companies. And since 2001, Lance has accumulated over 17,000 coaching hours from executives in China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Japan, Korea, all over Asia. Over 800 CEO, partner, managing director, level executives from top global firms, over 500 from the top professional service and financial firms. He knows his stuff, and he's got a great book out there. I, you know, I say this all the time, but I, I only highlight the books that I read and really enjoy. And this one, Dream and Achieve, 90 Days to a Life of Purpose. There's something unique about this. It's written so well, so practical, gets right down to the brass tacks about how to kind of do the work, start the work, start identifying your gifts so that you can kind of work in your passion, leveraging your strengths, living your purpose. I've said a, a few times on the show that I think in, in some of these past conversations, I do think we overthink this purpose side of it, right? And sometimes we get too narrow. And Lance does a great job in his book, and we talk about it in here, particularly what he calls true north, right? So many times we sit down and it becomes overwhelming because we're trying to find our true north or this narrow kind of goal or dream. It has to be so specific. And what Lance does in this conversation explains to us, and he does so in, in his book, Dream and Achieve, let's just generally move north. And to generally move north, you have to understand what are those kind of elements, as he talks about it here in this show, those elements that are so critical to you in all those aspects. And when you know what those seven to nine elements are, now you've got some clarity and alignment about where you need to go. And instead of true north, you've got this general north direction. Now you can start living a life with purpose, building a discipline of what needs to be done, taking the steps, the specificity of who, what, where, and when of each of those elements. It's such a good book, guys. I'm so excited. I just I read the book, and I'm starting to do the work now, the worksheet. And it's something unique, and I highly recommend it. And uh, listen to this episode, and then go check out his book, Dream and Achieve, 90 Days to Life of Purpose. Really good stuff. So excited to have Lance on the show. Hey, if you haven't done so, take the time to follow me on your favorite podcast application. It is getting so competitive out there with the podcast. When I started this show nine years ago, 300,000 podcasts, it's 10 times that now, right? Three million. And to stay front and center, which you guys, because of you and the audience, you guys have kept me in the uh, top 25, sometimes in the top 10 in the Business Management Podcast, and it's because of you. And the show continues to grow. I'm getting more and more great guests. 
and I couldn't do it without you, and I appreciate that. So write a review if you can. Follow me. And writing, and unfortunately, Apple Podcasts doesn't make it that easy to write a review. So if you do have Apple, uh, listening to this on an Apple device and your Apple iPhone, which most of you are, um, go check out the podcast application, open it up and on the little search magnifying glass, click on that and type in my name. Even if you're following the show, type in dose of leadership. When my podcast artwork comes up, click on it and then start scrolling down. When it brings up my show, there's an area there called reviews and there's a little tiny hyperlink called write a review. Click on that five stars. Hopefully if you're finding some value in here and then take the time to, to write out and then send me an email, richard at dose of and then I'll read your review on the air. It would do wonders, and I really would appreciate that if you're finding some value. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode, so let's get on with it. Let's talk to Lance Tanaka here on Dose of Leadership. Well, Lance, man, I'm so excited to have you on Dose of Leadership. Welcome, my friend. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, we were... People don't know this, but we were talking almost 10 minutes before we started the recording. We already already captured some great stuff before we started recording, so I know this is going to be a fun conversation. I look forward to it. Man, we you and I have a lot of similar interests, and um, I got to tell you, I finished your, your book this morning, and Dream and Achieve, 90 Days to Life of Purpose. I've been talking about purpose a lot recently, and it was interesting because you coached at the highest level. I mean, you've coached a lot of senior executives, and I guess I was kind of surprised to see that these a, a lot of these folks, these men and women are, are still searching for purpose. It seems like you would reach the top and, but I guess, I, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I guess I was. What do you say to that? Yeah. I mean, it, to a lot of people, it's, it's a, it's a surprise, but you know, I've worked with over a thousand executives now and a very, very high percentage of them struggle with yeah. this concept of, uh, of purpose. Uh and the reason being is like most of us, and this is true in my earlier life, is I was I was defining success in terms of one or two elements, yeah. what I call elements. And that's usually money or position title, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what I was searching after and striving for. But what I've discovered in working with people over all these years is that most people have between seven and nine elements that they need to have in their life to be successful, fulfilled, purposeful, and it needs to be integrated. And that's one of the problems that we find with executives is they don't integrate all these elements. Yeah. That they they maybe achieve the one or two at the expense of a couple. Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly guilty of that. I think it's certainly people I've coached too. And even talking to my daughters now and, you know, and they're like, well, I just don't know what I want to do with my life. And you're like, I, I, keep telling them, I think you're overthinking it. And I know I was, and you talk about it in your book. And I think it's because we, as, as you describe it in your book, it's like, stop chasing true North, right? Yeah. True North. Yeah. And I, I thought, I, when I read that this morning and I was like, that, that it was me. And so talk about that kind of concept of pursuing true North, as opposed to generally going in a northern direction, right? I, I, right. I think that's the, that was my favorite part of the book. I just want to get that out of the way. Great. And this is actually, the, uh, for some people, they struggle with this concept. Uh, but when they get it, it changes everything. Yeah. Because this, I was, you know, I was doing this when I was younger. I was pursuing true north. And true north is that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, that ultimate career or position <laughs> or whatever. Say, when I get that, that's everything. Here's the problem. One, you may never be able to define it. 
right. too, is that maybe, okay, you can define it and maybe you get there and you realize, oh, this isn't exactly what I <laughs> well, thought I it thinking, would be. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Right. Uh, three. It's only. It's very limited. It's only one position. Yeah. Right. That's it. it, it there's no other position that you know it exists for that. And then fourth, to me, which is probably the most devastating of them, is that we all have a tendency to act only after we understand the direction. Yeah. It, oh, isn't that true? And it's like. It's almost like that's an excuse for us not to take action. You know, it's kind of like the definition of procrastination. It's like, well, if I just, I, I'll, I'll take the action once I have this certification, once I have this amount of money, once I have this approval from this, whatever. And you just never take action because you're waiting for the perfect moment to execute the perfect plan. And that's just doesn't, it's not reality. Exactly. And so that's what we're trying to teach people is North. And if people really get this, idea it changes everything because north you could be 13 degrees west and it's still north you're still heading the right direction 12 degrees east is still north and so what we want people to do is populate their north understand their north and again typically we find seven to nine things i have nine that are in my north and this really covers my whole life this covers my personal life my Mm -hmm. religious life my professional life um and what you do is once you understand what those things are, you just you can start taking steps now. Right now. Yeah. And then move a little bit west or then may, maybe course correct and move a little bit east, but you're still going north. And what happens is that you get more clarity around what you want and who you are and your purpose as you take these steps. Uh, and then it gets you – it's moving you in that direction. So you are starting to get – all these nine elements into your life in some way. Share with us. I love this. Share with us your nine elements because that because and you have this graphic in your book where it's 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 like an inverted uh, pyramid. It's like a triangle where you're yeah. kind of at the bottom, and the north is the general direction of north is you know kind of this wide base of this pyramid or triangle at the top, right? And your nine yeah. elements are in there, right? So what are some right. of those nine elements so people can kind of understand what what you're talking about? Okay. Uh, One of them is that I want to be influential. I want to be the go-to guy. Mm -hmm. So somebody says, hey, I want to understand purpose or leadership or whatever. I want to be that person that people go to. Two is I want to develop mentor and influence. Three is uh, I want to perform on stage. I love being on stage, whether it's performing music or public speaking or facilitating. Uh, Fourth one is I guess what you call a financial freedom, but more than anything is control. Yeah. I don't need to have a lot of money, but I need to have a certain amount for me to feel like, you know, you know, I'm, you know, uh, you know, I'm not struggling. I have some level of control. Fifth one is around fitness. I want to age gracefully and naturally. Uh, six is around relationships. So I've identified the key relationships that I need to have in my life. Seven is a nonprofit mm-hmm. foundation. So I wanted to start that one. Eight is an interesting one. It's I want to cherish every day. Yeah. I, I want to wake up in the morning and yeah, like today I've got eight appointments and I'm thinking, oh, that's a tough day. <laughs> right. But I love doing it once I'm in it. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to appreciate everything that, uh, you know, that I've been blessed with. And then the last one is I want to have partnerships. 
uh, with organizations and people that I trust, that I enjoy, that I like being with, not because I need them, but because, wow, you know, either we have the same vision or we have the same way of doing things. Yeah. And those are my nine. I love this because, and you said a couple of things, and I like this phrase. I've been using it a lot over those last couple of years about alignment and clarity. I love that because when I find myself, and it's a daily struggle, I got to do that. I got to be intentional about this to kind of get alignment and clarity going on in this. And when you identify what I love about this, and I'm a visual guy, so I'm, I'm thinking about this inverted triangle. If, if I have that in front of my implanted in my brain, what those nine elements are, eight, seven to nine elements, I have alignment and clarity of like where I'm supposed to be doing. That's my purpose. And that's my north. And I think a lot of times people you use the example of like a relationship. Like if my purpose was to find the perfect spouse, you know, this person needs to be this tall, you know, of this ethnicity, of this religious background, this profession makes this amount of money. You know, I've really limited myself. Good luck. Good luck. And I'll never get there and I'll be single for the rest of my life. But if I say, well, what, what are these elements? What do I want to have in a, in a, a mate? Right. And identify those. Now I'm on this trek where I can go explore. And it's not a straight line to your point. It's this kind of sometimes it's backwards, but it's this kind of jagged line. But I'm still going in that right direction. I'm finding those people. And who knows? You know, so this comes up time and time again, Lance, on this show where I've talked to people and I've asked them and they've achieved a lot of significant things in life or whatever. And they're like, they, they always say, I had no idea I was going to be doing this, what I'm doing today. And I love it. But it's because they knew what their north was. They were yes. heading in that direction. And that's, to me, that's gets me excited about purpose because now I'm on this journey. And the old cliche, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, right? And that, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And to your, to your point about the, the relationship or for that matter, career or life is that you can actually have all these things. You just need to know, you need to keep it in front of you. In front and of you. Those are, those are kind of like your decision criteria. Yeah. They're, to help you make the, when you're on that trek, when you reach that why in the road, the fork in the road, you will theoretically make the one that's more aligned with those principles or those elements that you have within there, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that's like in, in the book, in the latter chapters around choice matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get this all the time where people say, well, you know, I got a job offer. Should I take it? And they're, they, they're trying to make a decision with all these things circulating in their brain. And what I, what I essentially say is let's get it down on paper. And again, it's going to be those nine elements. So let's look at those nine elements and then rate it for each one, you know, evaluate it on your current job or what the next po- possible job could be if you stayed or this new job, what would it look like? And it actually becomes fairly clear yeah, about what is the best option or a, a worst option. Yeah. Again, going back to the clarity thing. And I think that's what struck me when I finished your book today. And I'm excited to get the... Um download the worksheets. I didn't have time to do that, but I'm excited to do that work. And maybe that's what I'm excited about is because I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this. It does. I'm trying to wrap my, and I can't find the words for what makes it different. It just seems different. Am I, is it different? It seems different than the other things I've seen out there when it comes to kind of getting alignment and clarity. It's I've never quite seen anything like this, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, 
I've taken probably every assessment under the sun over all these years, and I'd say all of them are very good at identifying those, maybe the elements, the top thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, this kind of person or these, this is what I want to have in my life. I think they're pretty good at that. Where I think we're different, and, and this is because I'm all about impact, Yeah, is we do what I call a drill down. Which is okay. Let's say you are you want to uh, develop and mentor and influence people. Wonderful. What does that mean? And what we want them, what we get the people to do is identify who, what, where, when. Who do you want to develop? What do you want to develop them on? Where do you want to be doing this? When do you want to be doing this? And we get that drill down specificity for each of your elements. And now what? It does. It gives you much more clarity and it's actionable. Now you can actually do something. It's hard to take action and I'm going to develop people. Yeah. But when you get when you get it kind of granularized and like, well, I want to work with these type of organizations or this type. I want to work with professional men who are struggling with X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. And then what I love too, when you get down to it, and I think that's where it it just hit me what I found unique or what I was excited about was when I, when you got to that point and you kind of identified in those areas, what you want to work with, you've got a, was it a three year, you had a three day plan. What was with it? A, with a th three month plan, three month plan and a three day and plan. And then a three day plan. And that got me excited because now I'm like, okay, well, I don't want, I want to work with these professional men, these type of companies, this, that, my, uh, three month plan would be like, okay, I'm going to reach out to uh, 40 companies over the next 30 days or yeah, three months. I'm going to contact 40 companies and do this, that. And then my three day, I could get, you know, be like, I'm just thinking of how, you know, get the chamber of commerce, you know, contact lists or, you know, that shows all the, the guy that I'm just thinking, I'm just brainstorming here, exactly. but I'd be like, okay, next three days, I'm going to go get the Wichita Chamber of Commerce every year. They put out a, or the Wichita Business Journal puts out a manual with all these lists of companies and people and it has contacts. So I'm going to do yeah. that. So that's something I just do. Right. And then another three days I do something else. Okay. Now I'm going to, right. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, people really struggle with their purpose, but the reality is the, the approach to get it is fairly is very simple. It's and baby it's, steps, right? Yeah, identify your elements, drill down for specificity, and then take action now. And if you can start developing this discipline to take a little action every three days, you'd be amazed what'll happen after even a couple weeks. It's the it's the compounding effect, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like you do the. Exactly. It's kind of like. Even like um, I've noticed even a lot, I got disciplined. I got away from it. I'm like, you know what? I need to get better on my network. Like one of my goals is I got to expand, you know, my connections. Mm -hmm. And it seems overwhelming. You're like, oh, God, there's all these people that I want, you know. I mean, I've interviewed 500 people on the show in nine years. And I'm like, why aren't I constantly reaching out to these, these 500 people? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, why am I being so stupid? I'm always yeah. looking for the next guest. I'm mean, like, how come I'm not? nurturing these 500 and so that's what i started doing and and i was like god that's a lot of people but then i said you know what every day i'm going to get up i'm going to do five i'm going to i'm going to reach back to five people that have been on this show and just see how they're doing and yeah. then i'm going to read then 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 the next day i go i'm going to do five people that i'd like to have on this show right so that's tuesday 
Yeah. And then there you go. just by doing that, that generates a whole bunch of activity Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then I repeat it again. And it's amazing. Just in two months, I mean, just like the lunch, you know, the lunch meetings that I have, you know, hey, I, I thought I was thinking about you on doing this. And I mean, it's just amazing that type of stuff that can happen just by taking yeah. the baby steps. Anyway, sorry, exactly. I didn't mean to go on. I was just trying to give no, you a little No problem at all. But it, it's a perfect example that demonstrates that you understand it. And you're going to see as you do it, it's going to have an impact in your life. Yeah. I was thinking about this. You know, and I would, I'll admit, I'm kind of at that inflection point of like, okay, what do I do with this? And, and, and I've done a lot of things. I've done the coaching. I've done the consulting. I'm doing the show. I, but my wife and I were having dinner the other night and she's like, well, where are you most happiest? I said, I'm so happy behind where I'm at right now. It's like putting on a comfort pair of blue jeans. I love sitting behind this mic. I love having, you know, the mixer, the switches. I love having these conversations with people like you. But then what do I do with it, right? And that's why I'm excited about taking your work because I think that will give me the alignment and clarity. It's like, okay, I have to do this no matter what I do. And I think I, I think in the past I was going, okay, I'm going to do this so I can do this to get the, the high-paying client. And I think I'm looking at it wrong that way. You know, do this. And for me, the overarching purpose, Lance, is like, and I try to tell this to my kids, is like, don't overthink the purpose. The purpose is to make the place better than you found it. I think overarching, it's it's to serve. I mean, that's mine anyway. My overarching is I want to serve and I want to make the place better than I found it. And that well, get, that gives me juice. Well, let me tell you a story then. This is a personal story. When, when I first started my my company 20 years ago, it, I was struggling. You know, as you know, as an entrepreneur, yeah, the you know, first year or two are really yeah. tough. Right. Lonely, right. And you're like, you don't know when the cash flow is coming. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, what I was doing is every time I met a prospective client, I would start calculating my brain. Yeah, oh, I too. could probably charge this much mm -hmm. and maybe make this kind of money. And it wasn't going well. And then one day I'm sitting in a hot tub after a workout. There's nobody in, 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 the, in that room. And this, I don't know if it was a voice or a message, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian, so I'm thinking maybe it's a message from God, but it, it could have been anything. But that message was crystal clear. And that message was, don't worry about the money, worry about the people. Yeah. And it sounds like this is the way you're wired too, mm -hmm. is if you can really focus in on what gives you passion, what you're good at, which is, I want to make a difference in somebody's life. And you become really focused on that and you become really good at that, the money's going to come. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And when I was reading your book, I saw when you, that phrase that you talked about, don't worry about the, what'd you say? Say that again. I highlighted don't, it. Don't worry about the money. Worry, worry about, about the, the people. people. Right. And I've had glimpses of that, even in the last nine years of doing this show, when I've been worried about the money, it's like, I kind of equate it like I'm holding on that steering wheel. <laughs> like, you know, when you're driving, yeah. if you drive like that, you're not a very, and I'm a pilot too, is if. You fly with your fingertips. I don't. People don't usually know that. People think that you're like, oh, it's this big machine, you know. And you're like, this. you're flying, you're flying with your fingertips like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a really gent. You got to feel it, and that's kind of how I equate what you're talking about. Every time I've chased the money, it never came, and and the panicky decisions and the cash flow is not here. But you do the work, like you're saying, I, I want to see if this is true to you too. Like if you sit down and you do the work like you're talking about and you do the kind of like the three-day plan and do this, that, 
the universe seems to move somehow. It does because, again, depending on what you believe, you're. Yeah, I believe I'm on this earth for a reason. Right. It, I don't think I don't think it's happenstance. Uh, there's a reason, and so I think the best way to to be in touch with your purpose is to understand who you are. Exactly. This is what I'm strong at. This is what I love to do. This is what brings joy to me. Uh, these are my values. This is my experience. And if I'm able to kind of pull all that together and get that into my life, yeah, my everyday life where I'm doing stuff that I'm good at, I'm managing around my weaknesses. I'm, you know, I'm doing things that I love to do. And yeah, it's a long day, but wow, you know, I'm feeling great about it. I think you're going to be incredibly successful. I I agree, and that's I I can't tell you, Lance. When I was reading the book, I was highlighting. I was sitting there. Was, my wife was still asleep, and it was like five in the morning. I was just reading. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he's. And one of the things you said too was that I believe wholeheartedly, and I, I love to see it in your book when we're talking about these things. And you're quoting from another book, but your whole point was, look, stop putting in, um, stop trying to fill in things that you're not good at. You know, I tell this to my clients all the time when I'm working with them one-on-one. It's like, stop focusing on your weaknesses and trying to fix yeah. that weakness yeah. because it's like the Pareto principle, right? Or it's like, you know, that last 20% or the last 10%, you don't get the return on investment. You put so much energy in. And you're never going to – you're going to be mediocre. You put it in your book. It's like you're going to be average or mediocre at best, right? Yeah. And if yeah. that's what you're striving for, fine. But if you want to strive for greatness, focus on your strengths and then augment your weakness some other way. What do you think when you hear me say that? Oh, absolutely. And as we go through life, people, companies, bosses tend to focus us on our weaknesses. Yeah. Saying you're not good at this. Fix this. Well, yeah. There's a reason why I'm not good at it. My brain is hardwired for that weakness. And for me to fix that, it's going to take great energy, great time, great commitment. And I might be able to move it a couple degrees, but am I going to be able to turn into a strength? Unlikely. So why not take most of that energy and push it towards, this is what I'm good at. This is what I love to do. I would get training. If, if you work for a company, I would get training in something I'm good at. Yeah. Not what I'm weak at. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And I tried to, yeah, that's why I love that. Right. And it kind of feeds into, you talk about the Parkinson's law too. It's the same thing. And I think it ties into like, well, I don't have time. And you gave a great example in the book for like, well, okay, let's say you're working 70 hours a week. And and well, first of all, define define the Parkinson's law. Then we'll we'll talk about that example. What is the Parkinson's okay. law? This is a really cool law that nobody's ever heard of. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a uh, uh, Cyril Northcote Parkinson, a British historian and you know and writer, and he wrote this law, Parkinson's law, and it basically says work expands to fill the time available to complete it. Right. And so that means if we're given a task and we're given two weeks to complete it, we'll get a certain result. But if we were given that same task and given three weeks, 50% more time, the result will still be the same. It's the same, right. <laughs> and we think that, oh, I've got an extra week. It's going to be that much more better or whatever. And you're like, nope, you're going to get the same result. Right? <laughs> exactly. So if you understand that this law kind of naturally exists, you can kind of reverse it and say, okay – I'm working 70 hours a week on average. Well, if I work two or three hours less a week, it's going to have no impact on my business results. But if I take those three hours and I put it towards my children, my spouse, my hobbies, get three more hours of sleep, right? 
that will have significant impact. Huge impact. That's about, it's right. And that's what I loved about it because as I've kind of framed it in the past or trying to explain it, it's it's like, it's, it's a difference between working on a to-do list as opposed to working on a priority list. It's like the Marine Corps taught me as when I was going through officer training, he's like, look, that hundred pound bag full of rocks is always going to be full of rocks. It's always going to be full. And you know what? Around that bag of hundred pound bag of full of rocks, there's a bunch of rocks around it that you feel like should go into that bag. And he said, your job as an officer in the Marine Corps is to make sure that those hundred pound, you got the right rocks in the bag at that time. Yeah. You know? And that's, I, that to me defines the Parkinson's law. What we're talking about here is like, yeah, what's going to make the most impact. Yeah, I had in the corporate time I worked in corporate. I had a to do list, and I was so I was real anal retentive about it too. I'd be like put little squares and do my to do list, and I'd check box it, and then I'd draw a rule and a line through it, and look. And then I remember my my boss is like, "Hey, did you get this thing done?" I ask you to. I'm like, "No, no, no, I've been too busy. Look at my." He's like, "I don't care about any of that stuff. I asked you to do that." Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right," and I was just using that kind of task of filling out that list to stop me from doing the hard thing, the important thing I, I should have been doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What, so how did it, long did it take you to come up with this kind of process? I mean, is this something that, I mean, did it just come to you over time or did you have an epiphany at one point where you sitting in your top hot tub again and this lightning bolt hit you about <laughs> this process? No, I think it started when I was 35. I was uh, then I was running Pepsi Tokyo. Okay, yeah. And great job. Uh, I was working 100 hour weeks. I Ooh. mean, it was unbelievable hour weeks, uh, uh, amount of work. But, you know, it's still, I loved it. The reason why I can do what I do today is because of that, uh, because of the Pepsi and Nike experience. But uh, I realized back then, this, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. You yeah. know, it's great, but it's not, it's just not. It's not purpose. It's my purpose. So I started doing a bunch of those different assessments, reading different books on purpose and everything. And then what I felt is what what we talked about earlier, that there's something missing because again, I'm about action. Yeah. And this leaves me with this top line thing, but what do I do with it? And so that's when I started developing this process to drill down and then three month, three day action plan. It probably happened over a number of years. Um, and then uh, I actually wrote the first version of Dream and Achieve many years ago, and it was published in China. And so what I've done is I've just taken that out, updated it, uh, and put a lot of different stories in it. And this process works. I've used it with hundreds, if not thousands of people. Uh, and it really works, yeah. but but it's not the easiest thing to stay with because it, it requires time. It's a process. It requires some discipline. That's why we suggest you get a coach, yeah. you know, or somebody that will you know kick you in the butt when you need to, or keep you on track, or hold you accountable. Because this is something you're going to have to do. We we say ninety days. If we, if I can get you to do this consistently for 90 days i'm hoping after that it will continue but this is a lifelong process and i'm still i'm still using it yeah well i think that's i think that's important to note we've talked about that a lot in the show that look it ne- you never fully 
arrive. I don't think you, if you're planting a flag, I'm, I'm moving away from you because you're about to have a big fall, I think, you know, so, I think it, you know, I've learned that because I've done that. I've planted a flag and I've, and uh, I've been humbled by that planting of the flag, right? And so yeah, I try not yeah. to plant flags. I, t- I, I kind of look at it as a, a never-ending, climbing this never-ending mountain. And then when we get to the base camps, we suck on some oxygen, we open a bottle of wine and we celebrate and we yeah. Look how far we've come. And then, then before we go to bed, I'm like, yeah, but look where we're going tomorrow, right? And I think that's yeah. the way to look at it, right? Exactly. Uh, and I think an important part you said there is celebrate. Yeah. Even though even though the journey is never over, you do need to celebrate along Absolutely, the way. Absolutely, right? Otherwise, like, what's the point? It's a exactly. never grind. Yeah. No, I love it. I, it's very pragmatic, Lance. I think that, and maybe that's the right word that, that came to me when I got done. It's very practical and pragmatic. I I think that's a compliment, right? I mean, I think it's because so sometimes it's some of this stuff is so ethereal, and yours was just straight to the point. But it was it was easy to understand, I guess. That's why yeah. I'm excited to do the work on it for sure. Well, I t- I take that as a compliment, so thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. How do people? Like, so who are you looking for? Who are you hoping reads this book? Who are you hoping downloads um, the DNA workbook? Who's the ideal person you're looking for? Well, you know, this is something that everybody needs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but to get it targeted, well, first of all, we work primarily with C-suite executives. And so there, there's one area. But I think the real need is more around young professionals. I agree. Or people just getting out of university. You know, they're one or two years into their career and they're lost. They've got a boss they don't, they can't stand. Yeah. They're doing a job. They're doing a lot of, you know, just administrative work and not really leveraging who they are. That's really, I think, the 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 target because when we do one-on-one coaching, it's expensive and mo- most of these people can't afford it. But that's why we we went. I went to this dream and achieve process because we're trying to automate as much of it as possible to be able to reach the masses. For you know, for a really reasonable, uh, reasonable price, and so that's probably the key that we're really focusing on now. Yeah, well, it really resonated with me. I'm anxious even to get along, get it in front of my um, oldest daughter. She's 24. So she's kind of in that kind of lost phase, and I've I've worked with her, and a lot of the things that is in this book concisely, I've said you know over various conversations that we've had with her, but. I like it. I mean, I think it's, I think it's so great for me. Alignment and clarity is what we should be all to be striving for. I have, I'm curious about you personally. I always, I was talking to a, oh, this may be like 15 years ago and I worked for a pretty prominent entrepreneur here in town and, and he kind of took me, we would go to these lunches and he liked talking aviation because I was a pilot and he had his own plane and stuff. But we talked about life and business and I told him one time, I said, I always have this gnawing and I don't know if it's a good thing or not. And when I say a gnawing, it's kind of like this, mm, it's not being lost, but like I want to do something more. And I'm always hesitant if that's ego or if that's a good thing. I'm I'm more embracing it as a good thing. It's like kind of, you can. I guess, I guess it could go either way. I can use that power for good or evil, right? I mean, if that gnawing, I could go and go down a bunch of vices to try to fill in that, right? Shopping or gambling or something. But do you, yeah. does that make sense when I talk about this gnawing? What oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's important. Uh, it's what in the book we call a nudge. A nudge. Yeah. That, that either something's missing or you're not doing enough of what you want to be doing 
or you might even be doing the wrong thing. Something inside of you is saying, Richard, wake up here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you need to either change direction or you need to do more of this or stop doing this. That's really important. In fact, ad exists for everybody and it, it exists for me all the time. And you've got to be, you've got to look or make sure that you're, you know, doing an introspective enough to realize this is a data point and it's a very critical data point. It may not have a lot of logic to it or data to it, but it's something there. And yeah. you got to listen to that because it's saying something's not quite aligned or something's not mm-hmm. quite right and try to try to pinpoint what that is. Yeah, I love that you said that. Have you ever read Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art? You know who Stephen Pressfield is? You ever, no. You might want to read that too because it, it's aligned with what we're talking about here. He talks about it as resistance or, or a, a calling. The angels, the mute God, universe, some, uh-huh. something puts something on your heart. Yeah. And it's our obligation to kind of what you just ta- how you just explained it there. Okay, let's do that introspection. Like, what is this nudging? It's a nudging. So his, he talks about, he didn't use the word nudging, but that's what he says. You know, the muse, the angels, God, something, the universe yeah. puts something on your heart. Listen to it because, and the fear and uncertainty isn't going to go away. In fact, that fear and uncertainty is actually is a blessing. Embrace it, step into that void, and then something significant is going to happen. And that's, to me, that's like <clears throat> with you and your north. And that introspection is is getting those elements kind of defined. So I have a, it's like my constitution, right? It's my values and principles so that I can make, as you said earlier in the conversation, my decision points so that I'm not ending up in Las Vegas at a craps table at two in the morning, right? Because it's not, a, it's not aligned with my, it's not aligned with my elements and yeah, my north. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love what you're doing, Lance. I think it's great Thank stuff, you. man. So fun. I knew I was excited to. When I got this proposal for you to come on the show, I said, yeah, this this is definitely the type of guest I'm looking for to have on this show. So I just – did we talk about everything that we wanted to talk about in this area? I want to make sure that, that we, we cover all those bases. I hit – I think I hit all those highlights that I talked about in your book about the – oh, you mentioned earlier I wanted the, the clarifying point of like the taking action. Like don't wait for clarity to take action. Am I saying that right? It's like take the action and the clarity comes from taking the action. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I guess the point is, is just move, just move, move. And if, if it's a wrong move, fine. That's not a waste. That's right. (laughs) That's a valuable information. Okay. That's not right for me. Uh, The problem is people don't move. They're waiting for this epiphany or this voice from the sky or some great opportunity will show up their doorstep. And and it's possible, but it's pretty rare. You might as well start taking more control over your your future. Yeah, you know, you think about all those people who have achieved like significant things and they've had massive breakthroughs. Those breakthroughs happen by a series of tiny baby steps taken by themselves seem pretty inconsequential, right? Exactly. And the breakthrough would never happen unless you were taking those baby steps. That's what you mean by just move. And that's why the small steps are the most important thing. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of great reasons for it. How do you sustain yourself when we're taking those baby steps and you're not – it doesn't seem like – man, I'm not seeing any light here. I don't even – am I even in the right forest here? Like how do you, how do you sustain yourself in those kind of dark moments? It's because of the bigger picture. Is because okay, I took the step 
it's it's the wrong step or I'm in the wrong job or whatever you know whatever it is and yeah that can be pretty depressing but I put it in context of everything saying well you know look at all these wonderful things I do have mm-hmm. how do I get more of that now and maybe I can't quit my job today but if I take these baby steps along the way I might be able to get into a different career or a different job 6 months from now yeah yeah. And so it's 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 understanding that it's this once you feel like you're on you've identified your path generally and you're on the path and you're kind of moving in that northerly direction that I mean that gives me a lot of energy to do to to uh you know deal with the mistakes deal with the the difficulties that I'm facing now because you're always going to run into those difficulties. Yeah. Right? Yep. But as long as I know this is direction, I'm going in the right direction. I need to do a course correction. I, I think that uh, I think that can you know give you a lot of energy. I love it. The book is Dream and Achieve: Ninety Days to a Life of Purpose. Lance, how can people connect with you? How can they uh, download the worksheets? All this stuff. How do they how do they connect with you? Well, the the best place is just go to the website, which is the uh, Group dot com and they can get the books the podcasts uh you know the download the exercises you know all those things but we're actually entering a new chapter which is i want to impact thousands of people instead of just you know a hundred at a time and so we're going to this automated system where we're developing new platforms, we're generating networks to get this out there. And in fact, I appreciate what you're doing here. You're helping me get this 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 mm-hmm. out there. And the thing is, Richard, it's never going to make a lot of money, but that's not what I'm in it for. You know, I'm in it for that impact. That's one of my yeah, you know, one of my elements. <laughs> Lance, and, so, and even as you go through the process yourself, if there's anywhere that I can help you through it, you, you just let me know. Oh, definitely, man. This, yeah, this is great stuff, man. I really am excited about this and love what you're doing. Um, I'll have links to all this on your show notes. I hope you guys connect with Lance and his work, guys. I mean, this is – I mean, I've, I read a lot of stuff. I read a lot of books and, and done all those assessments too, you know, that, that you talk about, Lance. And I think, you, I think you're really onto something. It's really good stuff. So – Uh, Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Richard. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the show. I hope you got some value out of this episode. If you did, please do me a huge favor. Tell somebody about this show. Tell your spouse. Tell your kids. Tell your coworkers. Let them know about the value that Dose of Leadership brings to your world. Go to doseofleadership.com. You can learn more about my services. If you're looking for somebody to speak, teach, or coach about leadership, I'm your guy. I'm known for my ability to transform individuals and organizations, teaching them the concept of creating a culture of decentralized leadership. I do think that is the secret sauce to facing all the challenges that we face today. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I look forward to the next time we're together. And until the meantime, make it a great one.